0: Hello and welcome back to all well, that's interesting. This is episode 005. We made it. We made it five. I feel like we're gonna say that every time. <laughs> it's a celebration each each step of the way.
1: Uh, <laughs> welcome back,
0: everybody. I'm Jill Chacha, and with me, as always, is writer, director, comedian, award-winning, Mercer um, uh, uh, Riley. <laughs> <laughs> I'm running out of things. Thank you. I'll have to do more things next week.
1: <laughs> <laughs> more stuff to say about me. Thank you so much. Jill, uh, yeah. you are amazing. I'm in the best company, and
0: it's good to be here. It's good to be here. Uh, it's good to be with all of you. Uh, just to recap, we're, uh, we've got an Instagram, Well, that's interesting Pod, and you can email us at wellthatstinterestingpod at gmail. Uh, And, yeah, we would love to hear your facts. We want to hear about you. We want to know about things you've learned, things you think that are interesting, things about yourself. Let us know, and we will read them on the air. Uh, I cannot wait, so we're getting some, and we'll read some uh, in the next episode. Ooh. Ooh, ooh, la, la. And big, big news. Uh, Not only do products and services support this show, but you, dear listener, can support the show now. Yeah. And... Just water it, make it grow, make it become the thing that that it's supposed to be. And you can visit anchor.fm slash well, that's interesting. Hit that support button, and you can give a monthly donation as little as a dollar.
1: Yeah,
0: a dollar us. helps. Yeah, we can do our laundry. Yeah, we can.
1: <laughs> we can put that money towards uh, what is mic. it? A, a ninth of a cocktail? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs>
0: To fuel fuel these episodes. Yeah. Yeah. So please do so. Anchor.fm slash. Well, that's interesting. Uh, And today, we're going to talk about rat poison, hitchhiking, a few dogs, and a lot more alcohol. Yes. It's the 1904 Men's Marathon. What? (laughs) Yeah. uh,
1: uh, I'm curious as to how you're going to tie all those things together. Rat poison and dogs? Yeah. A few dogs. Yeah
0: there's it's this this marathon uh was a beautiful clusterfuck and we're going to go through uh every step of the way from the from the beginning all the way to the horrible horrible end oh god <laughs> oh god so okay so we have to once again we have to pop into the way back machine and it sounds um This time we're going back to 1890. Oh, wait. Before I do that, corrections corner. Oh, yes, Uh, yes. Yeah, before we go into 1890. um, Last episode, we spoke about the Cold War, those fish farts. Yes. Now, I uh, had my notes handwritten, as I usually do, because I'm weird like that, like to handwrite everything. Uh, I said 40 decades. That's not exactly (laughs) correct. It's 40 years. I wrote just all the words together, and I just did not... Did not read them correctly. But the rest of the episode is, is spot on. Spot on.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm so sorry I didn't correct you. It was one of those things where you hear something that's a little off. And then a minute later, you yeah. fully realize what was wrong with it. But yeah. we'd already launched it's, it's into something late. else. It's and I was late. like, was it'd go. be awkward if I was like, hey, remember like three minutes ago when you said this? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, Christ. So that happened. All right. But now we're in episode five. Yes, we're, uh, we are in 1890. When the International Olympic Committee was formed, birthing what we know today as the modern Olympics. Now, the Olympics were done for thousands of years, but with this International Olympic Committee, it was kind of solidified, games were monitored, things were recorded. It was a little bit more together. Yes, professional. Yeah. Counted, organized, official. Now, the first official games were, of course, held ceremoniously in Greece. Of of course, course. Of course. In 1896. And the second Olympics were held uh, in the beautiful, iconic city of Paris oh. in 1900, right? So you have Greece, uh-huh. Paris, and of course, the third Olympics was held in, that's right, St. Louis, Missouri. What? <laughs> what? Who so, made that decision? Uh, uh, not
1: Nothing against St. Louis. We love you, St. Louis. I was just expecting, like, I don't know, New York <laughs> or... Yeah. It was New York. I'm struggling to think of another city right now. (laughs) Uh,
0: Yeah, there's there's a couple of more other cities like Chicago that actually did win it. But there was like a lot of um, political gerrymandering, which happens in our country a lot. And St. Louis, Missouri stole it from Chicago. It's like a whole other thing that could have been in a whole other podcast. But yeah, they kind of like took the rug out from Chicago. Yeah. Okay. I see. Yeah. So it's 1904 (laughs) where our story takes place. Uh, Now, the 1904 Olympics was a goddamn mess from the start. Just like I said, it was stolen from Chicago. It took four months to complete all the categories. And the whole damn thing was run and organized by white supremacists. Oh, no. But we won't get into that. We're just going to focus on the shit show that was the men's marathon. Mm, I'm already, okay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Now, the starting point? Uh, was at Francis Olympic Field, which still stands today, alongside now the Cheesecake Factory, a Dillard's, a Five Guys, and a Nordstrom. Fun. Uh, America. So uh, I don't think you could find those along the marathon route in Paris, so that's pretty unique, you know. Vital. Vital. Uh, now just to put it into perspective, how badly this race was organized and the effect it had on its runners. All right, we're going to talk about some numbers. Uh, from 1896, from the beginning... Okay. of the Olympics, 1896 to 2012, 1,421 people who entered all marathons and finished had their times recorded. Okay. Now, if we put the winner of this 1904 marathon in that from best to worst, like best times to worst time, the winner of the 1904 marathon placed... 1,398th out of all the finished times in marathon history from 1896 to 2012. Oh, dear. Yeah. Almost last. So, (laughs) let's stroll through this clusterfuck and discover why. Now, a whopping 41 runners entered. Nine didn't show up, and only 14 finished. That's so awkward. (laughs) That's so awkward. Why do you still have it? Why wasn't it canceled? Uh, Good question. mm -hmm. Now... At the beginning of the race, the winner of the Boston Marathon had entered, and everyone thought, this guy's going to blow everybody out of the water. Of course. Uh, But he quit after running a few laps around the field uh, thanks to excessive vomiting. Oh, why? Why are you throwing up? Drunk. uh, Maybe? That's later.
1: Oh, I see. Okay, okay, okay. (laughs) I'll stop. uh, Okay, yeah,
0: yeah. No, no, please. Please keep interrupting, because... Uh everything you think that could happen in a race happened in this race. Oh my god. Now he his vomiting may have uh it may, it may have been something to do with the temperature. Okay. Okay. Now it's suggested the best running temperatures are generally forty five to fifty degrees Fahrenheit and experts say if temperatures are like around seventy degrees Fahrenheit, you should reconsider the marathon. You should suspend it. You should just like it's hot. Yeah. It's fucking hot. It's too hot. Uh the temperature in St. Louis Uh, on this day, was recorded at 90 degrees Fahrenheit in the shade. Pass. Mm -hmm. Pass. I pass on this marathon. Mm -hmm. No thanks. Uh, But there is no shade because the route was on open roads, so it's possible the runners were experiencing 100 degree to 105 degree Fahrenheit temperatures.
1: (laughs) I'm going to throw up just (laughs) thinking about this.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. These poor
1: poor Uh, guys. It's too
0: much. You know what else? You know, what doesn't make you excessively vomit. What? Uh, it's the sponsors of the show. They don't, they, they just want to take care of you. Yeah, so agreed. I buy I, these yeah. fucking products so buy we can them. continue making this informative show. Yeah, and continue not throwing up. And continue not throwing up.
1: <laughs> Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm.
0: Hey everyone, Jill Chacha here from Well That's Interesting, and I am absolutely thrilled to tell you about Spotify for Podcasters. I use it, I love it, and it all started by downloading the free Spotify for Podcasters app, which has all the tools you need in one place to record and edit your masterpiece of a podcast. Spotify for Podcasters also distributes your show to all major platforms, so when you hit publish, your episodes will stream not only on Spotify, but I'm talking about the Apples, the Googles, Stitcher, GoodPods, the other ones. (laughs) You get the idea. And you can monetize your podcast with no minimum listenership required. You could also set up monthly subscriptions and record ads just like this one. So what are you waiting for? Download Spotify for Podcasters today and start changing the world. Oh, and please, stay interesting. Oh, we're back. That, I mean, I always amazed by the, uh, the companies that, uh, step forward boldly and sponsor such a, a a groundbreaking show.
1: Uh, Agreed. And I want to, uh, buy all of the things,
0: subscribe Mm -hmm. to all the services, um, multiple times, multiple times, maybe too many times. Okay. So it's hot, it's humid. Uh, you want to keep, the athletes hydrated, yes. right? Generally? Yeah. Okay, no. Oh. <laughs> JK. <laughs> so the single the single water source uh-huh. was uh-huh. a well. No. At mile twelve. No. Uh hmm. okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, it was also a dirty well. Okay. I'm um, imagining the ring. Yes. Only water so. source has a at, dead girl in it. As yeah. Move over, Gatorade. Okay, so, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, all of this was reported by a man named Charles P. Lucas, and we're going to talk to him, talk about him, uh, in a minute. Um, but he recorded all this crap, uh, and as he stated, "quote The international athletes were not accustomed to the water, and as a consequence, many suffered from intestinal disorders." Oh. End quote. Mm, so people were de- dehydrated and shitting themselves. Oh my god! <laughs> so, Jeez. Now some powered through the poo, uh, only to f- <laughs> pause on "powered through the poo." Yeah.
1: I just spit all over you when I said that. <laughs> That's an amazing we're, phrase. We're Let's put that on a T-shirt. <laughs> 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 some
0: Sometime, uh, yeah. Um, oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have a merch store up and. All of the amazing things that come out of our faces are going to be on shirts for you guys to wear. So. Get pumped. Get pumped about that. That's coming. Ah, So some powered through the poo, <laughs> only going to face horrific internal injuries. Oh um, for example, at mile 19, an American runner, William Garcia, was found on the side of the road coughing up blood mm. and nearly passed out. He was saved by a passing car, which brings us to this face palm of a fact. Now, the road itself that they were running on, uh, the road itself caused his injury. Uh, you see, the 24 miles of road really were actually just a dirt path, not pavement. Okay. And dusty particles were kicked up into clouds, yes, by runners, but mostly cars, passing traffic. What? Uh huh. And even the coaches of the athletes. We're riding in the vehicles alongside them, so oh they were kicking God. up dirt into their own athletes' faces. Oh
1: my God, my my face is fully in my hand right now. It's <laughs> like, oh my
0: God. So William ate so much dirt, his stomach lining was tearing. So no, no.
1: <laughs> Ambulance! We need an a, We need not, a team of ambulances. Not today. No. <laughs>
0: God. Oh, okay. Okay. Okay, so, but, oh, actually, you know what? Don't worry, because it wasn't all dirt. Um, there were rocks, too. Oh, God. Uh, rocks that basically tore the fuck out of any early footwear that could exist in 1904. Of course. Uh, some runners didn't even bother with footwear, so they ran barefoot. No. Uh, like, the very first Africans to compete in any Olympic event, it was in this race. was two men, Len Tao and Jan Mashiani, Uh two... Swana tribesmen. Okay. Hopefully I said their names correctly. Now, I know what you're thinking. Wait a minute. Wasn't this organized by white supremacists in the South? Yes. Uh, yeah. Did these racists reach deep down and just see these two men as men? Uh, no. Uh, um, <laughs> you, see... <laughs> yeah. you see, only 14 countries sent, I mean, just imagine the modern living. It takes hours to like introduce all of hundreds of countries yeah. right today but in 1904 only 14 countries sent athletes to this olympics and organizers were desperate desperate for competitors uh remember only four, 41 entered and nine didn't even show so yeah. they were like okay these these two, that's fine that's that's when it was acceptable to have black people running into the running in the marathon because oh, so, <laughs> they just needed people oh my god Okay, uh, I am happy to say both of these dudes finished. Uh, Len actually placed ninth, and Jan placed. Or I would say Jan. I don't. I want to say Han or Jan, but J-A-N. Jan. Okay. Yeah. He placed. Or Jan. Uh, I know a Jan actually. Jan from South Africa. Oh, there you go. That's probably it. So could be Jan or Jan. Uh, Len placed ninth. Uh, Jan placed twelfth. Uh, I am unhappy to report that Len was chased a mile off course by feral dogs. What? <laughs> and he still placed ninth. Uh, still placed ninth. So that's incredible.
1: Oh my God. Yeah, so Even the chased- dogs
0: are white supremacists. There. <laughs> no! Or they're just feral dogs. Uh, they're just... Yeah. Uh, <sighs> so let's get into another story of overcoming ridiculous obstacles. Uh, one athlete... Felix Carvalho Carvojal, all right, let's do that one more time. One athlete, Felix Carvojal, was determined to join this race. Uh, the mailman from Cuba who never ran a marathon and wasn't invited to run by the Cuban Olympic Committee and had absolutely no funds to get to St. Louis, but he had dreams, god damn it. Yeah, he did. He wanted to get into this Olympics. So He ended up raising money by supposedly running the length of Cuba, 700 miles. Oh. And the notoriety got him uh, a little fame, which led to a little sponsorship. Sponsor us. Um, (laughs) I don't want to run 700 miles.
1: No, me neither. (laughs) Uh,
0: Supposedly this dude did, and it got him a ticket on a boat to New Orleans. Cool. Cool. Uh, Where he lost his earnings in a craps game. (laughs) You know... You know, how do you run the length of Cuba and then, oh, whatever. (laughs) So, he's still goal-oriented, you know, and determined. So, Felix hitchhiked, rode in boxcars, he hoboed it, and yes, he ran all the way to Francis Field. Now, imagine a marathon runner, okay? Even in 1904, they typically wore shorts and sleeveless shirts. Uh, Felix rolled up with just what he had when he left Cuba. Uh, he rolled up in a baggy long sleeve shirt, long johns, pants over those long johns that he cut at the knee to make it look like shorts. Oh, my God. <laughs> all held up with a belt and all fashionably, fashionably uh, pulled together with a beret. All right. All right, a beret. All right. Yeah. V- cute. So fashionable and hungry. Uh, while running somewhere along the way, Felix decided to uh just pick some apples and eat food that was off the side of the road, um and that may have been slightly rotten because oh, no. uh, yeah he started to feel like shit and he decided to take a nap. Uh, somehow he finished fourth. That's how bad what? this this how bad this marathon is. That man, bad fruit and a nap, and <laughs> he still finished fourth. God. Yeah. Uh, placed better than Len somehow, who was chased by feral dogs. Yeah um oh god this half-assed disaster still um you know it kind of gives me uh kind of gives me hope about america pulling through some hard times uh and we're gonna take another short break because uh we got a long way to go with this (laughs) marathon so i'm just gonna take it uh feral dogs 20th Century Studios presents Vacation Friends 2. Now streaming only on Hulu. Look at us. All together again. We just wanted to give you guys a real honeymoon. Shots! 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 Now streaming. He was just released from jail. Where can I get a drink around here? (laughs) Back on vacation. This place is nice. It's drug lord nice. I'm sorry, drug lord nice? With more baggage. Ever since he showed up, he turned this relaxing vacation into total chaos. Who does that? Vacation Friends 2. Rated R. Now streaming only on Hulu. We're back. We're back. Mm. Ooh, oh. Uh, speaking of music, uh, the show needs music. Yeah. If you're, a, if you're a musician, if you're in a band, fuck yeah. If, if you're quarantining, which you better fucking well be, goddamn it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, send us some, send us some jingles, and maybe we'll use them with your permission, of course. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, you'll you'll get famous. It would be awesome. So, it's if you're bored. Heck yeah send Do them it. E- email us well that's interesting pod at gmail uh you can slip into our dms on instagram well that's interesting pod is our handle uh we're nice well we are we'll reply
1: and be really sweet I, nice girls we're so we're so sweet
0: so hot <laughs> we're both wearing boxer briefs this time. <laughs> so, <laughs> um what are we talking about Ah, disasters. Okay, <laughs> um, <laughs> let's briefly talk about Fred Lores. He was first off the start, starting block at uh, and uh, at nine miles in, he started cramping from dehydration. Oh no! With water three miles away. No. He decides, I'm going to quit. I'm quitting. Fair. And, he, and he hails down a passing car. Okay. Okay. We're going to get back to Worried. him. Worried. Just imagine. Just keep Fred in the back of your mind. Okay. Okay, he hightails it out of there. Meanwhile, at mile 16, Thomas Hicks is kicking ass time-wise, uh, but struggling just the same. His goddamn trainers are in a car behind him. And guess who was one of those trainers? Who? Charles P. Lucas. Remember that guy who's documenting all this stuff? Yes! Mm-hmm. Okay, who I quoted before. Okay, now... This asshat capitalized off these athletes' suffering uh, with a published book about the marathon. Uh, so not only did he make money off of this, he contributed to the shit show. Oh, mm-hmm. God. So Thomas Hicks is desperate for water, but Lucas is like, no. 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 Water? Now? In this situation? Get the hell out of here. I don't want you to have wa- drama. I, I... No. He wants drama. Yes. Not exactly. water. Drama. Drama, exactly. Pain. So instead of water... He gives him uh egg whites oh. and for flavor you guessed it rat poison no uh-huh in his book lucas states quote he gave hicks 160th grain of strychnine by the mouth what why and why why okay so to understand this chaos uh we need to talk about glycine okay glycine is an off switch it helps nerves it stops nerves from firing okay okay uh now a little bit of strychnine stops glycine from stopping nerves okay okay so a runner can continue to run and use their muscles it's like a little um it's like a little booster if used correctly okay so your nerves are uh they can't help but tense up and, and run it's like it's like yeah it's an injection of energy Now, you can imagine if incorrectly measured, strychnine can cause your body's muscles to experience violent nonstop contractions because they can't turn off. Yeah. Yeah. So you're stiff as a board. Oh, uh, and the stiffness um, eventually would include your diaphragm, which helps pump air into your lungs. So too much strychnine, that seizes up, and uh, so basically you suffocate. Oh, God. Yes, because that's not moving. It's stiff as a board.
1: Yes. I have the most concerned look on my face. That's why I'm not talking. It's like yeah. mouth
0: open, like... Very furrowed brow. Yeah. Contractions in your face. It's like, yeah. <laughs>
1: Drank too much rat poison. Yeah. In my face.
0: <laughs> ah! So, all right. Hicks, uh, where was he? He was... Okay, so he was at mile 16 when he was given egg whites and rat poison. <sighs> and uh, so he runs for four more miles on this shit okay okay so he's coked out and the color from his skin is leaving him at mile 20 he's finally given more strychnine no (laughs) uh, you guys more eggs Jeez. and desperate for any liquid hicks he'll just take anything at this point i mean his mouth is dry because from the dust from the heat uh fucking egg whites (sighs) rat poison he'll take anything and he washes this all down with, of course, brandy. No. Ugh, ugh. <laughs> Gross. Oh, uh, do you remember Fred Lors? Yes. The guy who quit at mile nine? Yes. Uh, he's like, all right. So the car he flagged down broke down conveniently near mile 20 of the race. <laughs> Fred, feeling, you know, all rested and chipper, he's like, you know what? Car broke down. We're at mile 20. I'm decided to get back into this race. Oh, my God. And he runs right by drunken, drugged-out hicks whose knees are stiffened to hell. So the strict nine is really hitting him hard. They, they gave him too much. So he's starting to stiffen up. Right? Dehydrated, drugged, and now stiff, stiff as a board. Uh, because this is 1904, a bystander... A bystander... Gave him more brandy to cure the stiffness. What is everyone just walking around with like water bottles of of fucking brandy? Yes, 1904. That was that was medicine. Coke and I prefer whiskey, but uh, they're just brown alcohol. Whatever, whatever you got. (laughs) Yeah, the other brown water, brandy. (laughs) Oh
1: my god, put that on a t-shirt. Okay, so you're.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's happening. Put that on a the other brown. Yeah. Alright, where are we? Oh, for the love of God. The the, the helpful bystander gives uh, Hicks more alcohol. God. And at mile 23, Hicks starts hallucinating and believes he's back at the starting gate. Of course. He's of course at, he does. He's demoralized. He's traumatized. He's, he's like, I can't go on. But he's only got a one mile left, right? Mm-hmm. So his two trainers get out, get out of the car, finally. Yeah. And they decide to prop him up on either side so all three men are running together the final mile that's kind of adorable though yeah you know and they finish they run the mile together yay uh all to witness officials giving the trophy to fred lars i love it (laughs) i love it i have to say that is the fairest win all things considered well i mean hicks finished on his own horribly fred kind of cheated but okay so Fred was more than happy to accept the winnings until the driver of the car <gasps> that gave him a ride showed up and was like, yo, I gave this man a ride. Oh. He totally cheated. Um, so, drama. drama. Drama, drama, drama. Drama, drama, Laura's confessed and is disqualified. He's yes. the only disqualified. I was um, into it. I was I, into I, that I, method. All, all things considered. The- <laughs> uh, so, he's dis- disqualified. Thus, handing over first place the nearly dead thomas hicks uh his time was an awful three hours and 28 minutes where in that time he lost eight pounds oh my god uh but he did take home a heavy trophy and a trip to the hospital wow yeah where he survived but traumatized yeah yeah and that's the fucking end of this marathon i hope you enjoyed it uh I believe, um, this is just off the top of my head, because uh, when I saw the, the, the official list off Wikipedia said, um, so the winners from first to fourth place, uh, 12th place, of course, ninth place, of course, was documented. But um, everybody else finished so poorly, they didn't even bother recording their times. Really? <laughs> yeah, so. Oh, my God. So, like, five or six people had recorded times, but, like, nobody wanted it. it like, so who knows what happened to those people? who
1: knows yeah well and that's that but we know what happened to
0: these people and it was a lot it was a lot it was a lot lot, i feel for them i highly recommend maybe i'll put this on the instagram uh looking at the finished photo of thomas hicks that man has the the look in his in his eyes is just it's as though he's seen war yeah so amazing (laughs) at least they gave him a ride to the hospital at the very least, they did.
1: At the very, at least they did that. Yeah, to pump out all of that rat poison.
0: Uh. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Actually, you know what? I don't want to go to the hospital in 1904. <laughs> it if could I... be worse. <laughs> <laughs> I could just give you more rat poison and brandy, and they're just they have an
1: IV yeah, of it. <laughs> it's
0: just like one IV of rat poison, one oh. IV of uh, brandy, a, a different type, and of no water, <laughs> no. <laughs> no water ever. <laughs> no. Oh God. Uh, so we've come a long way. Uh, (laughs) anything you want to plug, Marissa Riley? Uh, Isn't She Funny
1: is, uh, on Zoom. It's a comedy show, all-female lineup, uh, dude-free. Uh, but if you're a dude, you can come watch. And it's every Monday, Mm -hmm. 8 p.m., Eastern Standard Time, uh, yeah
0: i think that's it i think that's that's it uh do i have anything to plug yeah keep an eye out for our merch store uh it's gonna be great there's gonna be t-shirts there's gonna be maybe some hoodies some some mugs you could drink brandy out of and it's gonna have some funny ass sayings on it that are all inside jokes that only you know and it's just like other people maybe if we ever get back into an office they'll be like what the fuck's that about and then you have something to talk about yeah, and they'll be from jealous. A distance. They'll yeah. be like from a
1: distance. That looks awesome. I want to be a part of that. Tell me
0: about this and then you can recite the entire 1904 men's marathon disaster. <laughs> All right. Stay interesting, everyone. Please do.